This is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, it's Bran. I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, it's Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. And I'm Tyler Hines, and I'm sometimes a guy who exists in these movies. And this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. Do you, do you hear oh that in the distance, everyone? That is the sound of Hallmarkies everywhere going nuts. Losing their minds and hopefully gaining a Tyler Hines shirt. Oh, amen. Oh, amen, <laughs> indeed. The Heine himself, Tyler Hines, is in the figurative building. Tyler, how are you? Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Merry Christmas, guys. Very grateful, very happy to be here with you. Absolutely. Lords. Well, I'm sorry that we stole not only all of your Christmas decorations, but all the decorations <laughs> in your entire house, Tyler, and put them all, all the in decorations the, in the world in the possibly. studio. Yeah. That's right. Are, are you holding up there in that jail cell? I mean, as you see, I have a plant <laughs> and no decorations. So if you're not watching on Friendly TV, you're missing out because yeah. Tyler is really decorated to the gills over there. We're so thankful you're joining it's us. It's a minimalist look, and it work doesn't Thanks. work for everyone, but it lo- it works great for you, buddy. That's that right. snake is Thanks. just it's fantastic. Very Kanye. I'm trying to do a little Kanye thing. I like it. You're trying to do a little when Kanye. I, when, I, that. when I think of Kanye, I think of Tyler. Tyler Hines. Hines. Yeah, one, to one, yeah. one to one. Totally. Yeah. Tyler, we're thankful Absolutely. that you're here with us. We're even more thankful you're in a new movie this Hallmark uh, holiday season without Kelly Pickler. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> boys, 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 boys. <laughs> Kelly Pickler, the pickle, is the biggest G of all time. <laughs> beautiful voice, beautiful acting. Mm. We had a great time. That's what you it look, says on her Twitter profile. <laughs> her Twitter voice. profile is Kelly Pickler, the original <laughs> G. Yeah, he looked down when he said beautiful acting. Like, looked down, couldn't even look in the camera. <laughs> all right, Daniel. All right, Daniel. <laughs> um, Tyler, in all seriousness, because I'm pumped about your movie that's coming out in just a few days now, which is partly why you're here, mainly to talk about Chateau Like It's really just like, this was an excuse to have you on to talk about Chateau Christmas, but whatever. Uh, 12th date of Christmas coming out uh, this Sunday night on the OG channel, Hallmark itself. Yes. Um, I'm excited about it because I hear, what you might not know is last year we got a movie called Christmas Scavenger Hunt. We did. And it was, I was underwhelmed by the scavenger hunt itself. Yeah. And I'm hopeful that your movie, which revolves around a Christmas scavenger hunt of sorts, will give me those scavenger hunt feels that I'm hoping for. Can you confirm or deny that that will happen? Well, look, I don't want to, uh, you know, cash checks that I can't, there's a phrase in there, but you know what I mean? You don't want to write uh, checks. Yeah, I don't want to write checks that I can't cash. You do want to cash uh, I, Yes. Uh, yeah, I want all the money is the moral of the story. Yeah. The scavenger hunt in this movie, there are 12 dates of Christmas, as we know. Uh-huh. In this film, if we were to do every one of those, it might be a three-hour um, epic. So Which I'm four. We didn't do, yes, I understand. This one, this one, we, we cover a good few and, uh, the ones that we do do are a lot of fun. So I think, I think if you were, I didn't see the other movie, so I'm not sure quite where your bar is, but hopefully we 
leap over that bar. I think they will. Yeah, I think you will. I did see a preview on the preview special a couple weekends ago, and it got me. uh, I was like at a, you know, eight because you're in it and I love you up to like a nine and a half. So I'm pretty jazzed is what you might say about this movie. Nine and a half because of the trailer, or what was it? That yeah, it was well, this the scene. It was the scene that they showed was uh, you. You were in a painting class. You're a great painter, apparently. Um, and I, I like yeah. the chemistry. I like I like the vibe that you had going on. So I'm all for it. I got to tell you, does it feel like a, a not? I don't want to say a promotion, but I mean, you have been the the male lead to a lot of the bigger name. Uh, actors uh female actors in hallmark's universe and this you're launching uh this female actor's hallmark debut correct mallory jansen this is this her first hallmark movie this is her first yeah mallory yeah. um yeah but she's i mean she's no slouch right she's she's she was this, uh one of the leads in the marvel show and uh, another show she's called, in this uh, is us she's in a bunch of stuff but, yeah she's but in a, she's super talented i'm just saying you know we've gotten uh tyler hines with uh Kelly Pickler. We've gotten Tyler Hines with, uh, it's Christmas Eve. Who was that? Leanne, Leanne Rimes. Rimes. What, what I was trying to say is you are the Leanne yes, Rimes to Mallory. This movie is the, this movie, because it's, because it's Mallory's first movie, this is the, t- so we've seen the, the Leanne Rimes movie. We've seen right. the Taylor Cole movie. We've seen the Kelly Pickler movie. This is the Tyler Hines movie, which is like, this is a big step for you. That's very kind to say. Yes, I, I can see how you may have painted that picture in your mind, but I'm, I'm not sure if that's necessarily the case. I think it's a good, well-rounded cast. And while I may be the guy who's been in other Hallmark movies where she hasn't, I think, um, I don't know. I feel like when people see these things, they kind of watch them based off the merit of, of what, I mean, obviously these movies are somewhat similar, but I think, I don't know. People seem to gravitate to uh, the subject matter, like you're talking about scavenger hunts. And so uh, whether I'm in it or not, I, I mean, I'm not sure if that's going to be the, uh, the the tell how it turns out. But, he's uh, just so full of himself, that Tyler. Huns. I know. <laughs> the arrogance is Tune into my movie on Hallmark Channel. <laughs> that's exactly right. I do want to ask that what you. you <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we wanted. Uh, before we dive into Chateau Christmas, um, yeah. people turn to these movies before Halloween and onward uh, for the Christmas feels to bring back some sort of nostalgia, uh, whatever it may be, they turn to these for the Christmas. And so I want to know for you, when you think about Christmas, when you think about Christmas from childhood past, what kind of comes to mind? What was Christmas like for Tyler Hines as a kiddo? As a kiddo, uh, like my family never had like a ton of money. We're pretty, uh, uh, we were a very loving family. We had a lot of that and uh, had a lot of fun. We didn't have a ton of things um, per se, but I was never wanting. I, I do remember being young and getting a lot of presents and they were cool presents and I was very excited about that. But um, I don't know. I remember things like, I just remember getting like a pair of like red running shoes that were worth like 50 cents apparently. <laughs> and I was like convinced that they made me run faster. Yeah. Just stupid stuff like that. And uh, I think, Christmas up until a certain age when I discovered certain individuals involved in Christmas aren't real um, was a magical, magical thing. It still is. I think it's, I, I mean, I'm not like, I don't, I'm, I think it's maybe my favorite holiday Christmas. I, it's really something, something else, obviously for a lot of people. Cause we all 
love Christmas. We love it. Love it. We love it. Uh, well, the 12th date of Christmas, it airs this Sunday, 8 p.m. Hallmark Channel. We're mm. pumped for it. And the perfect snack to go along with that movie would be Universal Yums, who's the official snack of season three. Go to universalyums.com slash deck. Uh, get a subscription. It's a great gift. Wonderful snacks from all around the world. You can do your own little scavenger hunt with the snacks, whatever you want to do. I mean, come on. Universal Yums, let's Can't go. Mm-hmm. Um, are you ready to dive into Chateau Christmas? Let's do yes. it. Chateau Christmas originally aired on October 25th, 2020. 2020! And it went a little something like this. Margot is a big time pianist who is just too busy to go home for Christmas. Uh, except that the venue that she was going to play at apparently is going to collapse at any given moment. Just stuff falling everywhere. So she is going to go to her family. Jackson is a cello teacher who agrees to help put together a Christmas concert at the Chateau. Margot goes to uh, visit her family to spend time with them at Christmas time, and they are staying at the Chateau for an unknown amount of time. Uh, She starts playing the piano in the lobby, and Jackson from another room is like, what is it? Who's that? Goes to find her, sees that it's her, and is like, oh my gosh. We used to date. It's a whole thing. They're very uncomfortable. They don't know what to do. Um, But when the Chateau piano player ducks out of the Christmas concert, he asks Margot to stand in, and she agrees. But they need more musicians for this concert. Uh, They find a a violin player who used to be uh, a part of a big quartet, and he's like, it's now it's possible for us to get back together. One of the guys is dead, uh, but also two other people haven't talked to them in a while. It's not going to happen. But they work together, Margo and Jackson, to get the whole gang back together minus the dead guy. Uh, but they need a cello player still because dead guy. Cello Charlie. Uh, cello Charlie. Um, and so luckily Jackson is that guy. Steps in, crushes it, and it's fantastic. Um, Margo, though, gets some uh, gets some bad news. There was a uh, a critic that reviewed her concert, her tour, and and did not leave a very promising review of that concert. She's going to be at the Christmas concert. It makes her nervous. She doesn't know how she feels about the whole thing. It's a whole deal. She uh, and Jackson are hanging out a lot more, doing all the things to get ready for the concert. They start to talk about past uh, their past together and a lot of what ifs and all of that good stuff. Uh, it's about time for the big Christmas concert, but Margot uh, can't find her necklace and so runs back to get that. Then the uh, elevator, someone hit all the buttons. She's running late and uh, the the old uh, PR guy, what's his name, Steve? I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, he, Adam, it, Adam's like, let's just do it. Let's just go. We don't need her. Uh, luckily, she shows up um, uh, uh, and everything goes great. She plays, crushes it. Everyone's loving everything that's happening. Merry Christmas. Christmas woo-woo. Jackson gets a fancy new job, um, and the critic tells Margot that the reason why I didn't give you a good review at your concert is because I knew that you were disconnected and you had more potential, and I just wanted you to live up to your potential, um, and it's a very, like, motherly 
talk with her. Um, but she's very happy that she got a good review here. Uh, and um, she then tells Jackson, hey, I still love you. And hey, I want to figure out how we can be together. And hey, um, also, if I could still live out my dream, that'd be great. And he's like, let's do it. And they kiss. And that, my friends, was Chateau, Chateau Christmas. Christmas. We did it. We did do it. We mm. did do it. Um, boy, we have four segments to talk about this movie. We're going to mm-hmm. break it down. Our good friend Tyler Hines in the house to also break it down with us. And I know, Tyler, you are going to give it to it. You're going to do real talk. You're a real talk boy. You're going to give us the real talk. Very excited to dive into it. We're going to take a quick break, hear from some of the people that keep the lights on. And there's more lights during the holiday oh, season, yeah. as you oh, can yeah. see. Mm. So we need all the help that we can get. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Here on the Hallmark. Did you know that over half of Americans say they do not get a quality eight hours of sleep a night? Why is that? You kids. Think? No, it could be kids. But if it comes to what you're sleeping on, it's pretty much every bed is the same. Yeah. Whether it's foam or spring, it's the same. There is one difference between those mattresses and Purple Mattress. Purple uses a patented technology called the grid. This grid is supportive. It's soft. It's comfortable. But it also allows air to move freely all night long while you sleep. It's not just for a mattress, it's for the pillow as well. I personally have been sleeping on a purple pillow for years. This grid is life-changing. Your pillow will never heat up. It stays cool all night long. The mattress stays cool all night long. Purple is the secret to a better night's sleep. Its technology is advanced. They've been working on it and improving it for 15 years. And not only that, they believe in their product so much that they'll give you a risk-free trial of their product. It's free to try. It's free shipping. It's free returns. They offer 0% financing if you want to pay as you go. That Now is the best time ever to try a purple mattress or a purple pillow. And here's the thing. To experience that purple grid, you're going to sleep like never, ever before. Go to purple.com slash deck 10. That's the number one zero. Use promo code deck 10 one zero for a limited time. You'll get 10% off any order of $200 Ooh. or more purple.com slash deck 10 promo code deck 10, 10% off any order of $200 or more. You're going to sleep like a baby terms do apply. You're going to thank me later. Go get you a purple mattress or pillow today. I just feel well rested yeah. now. I got to tell you, ready to go, ready to have in these four segments. Uh, we got four of them. And I think the best way to start is with the hot take. The part of the show where we share exactly how we felt about this movie. We do not hold back. It would be wrong if we did that. Mm. I would not be able to sleep no matter how good the pillow is if we did, if we were not honest. Panda, mm-hmm. kick us off, pal. I always start with you because no one tells it like you. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about this movie? Listen, Chateau Christmas was my boom bust going into this. It was a boom bust. Uh, I was I was really <laughs> excited about this, feeling good about this. Here's the deal: it's kind of a boring movie, mm. transparently. Little little slow for Panda. Uh, there's some good scenes in it. Uh, it has a lot of Christmas uh, elements in there. I don't know if it really brings it all home for me. Uh, I don't know if I really got a lot of feels from this movie, but the music's fun in there. Uh, and it's, it's beautiful, uh, man, I, I guess I like it. I, I, I like it. It's, it's a, it's a tepid, like, I think unfortunately from this weekend and maybe this is, this is bold. It's the weakest of the weekend. Movies. Wow. Okay. I'll say that. Wow. Okay. That is, bold. so you would say more bust than boom. 
more bust than boom. But I don't want to say I, do, I didn't hate it either. I like, no. I like it. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Tyler, how many of these Christmas or just Hallmark movies in general that you're not in do you partake in? Was this was this just another weekend for you or? That's the smile of regret of being on the Dexter Hallmark <laughs> podcast is what that is. <laughs> Well, look, you know, if I were to turn the camera around, which I can't, you would see my wall of Hallmark DVDs. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Of course. Memorabilia and, and you're in Canada. They don't show figures. all of them up there. So, you know. Uh, no, you, that's, you know what? We don't, we don't really get them up here. We do get them on some networks. Anyways, I watched the movie last night. What you did you think? Let me do that. I thought the movie was, uh, was great. I thought it was, re- you know what I was surprised about? I don't know where they shot that movie. Um, but it was, I thought it was beautiful. I thought it looked full. It looked rich. There was a lot of extras. It felt busy. The locations were pretty. The town that they were shooting in the hotel looked really nice. I thought there was a battle of piercing, beautiful blue eyes between our two main cast. (laughs) Um, I thought, uh, um, I thought, I thought some of the performances were really cool. Like the, um, the characters, oh shoot, what was their name? Um, was it Sam, Sarah, Sam, yeah. Sarah, and Len? I made notes. Um, <laughs> Sam, I don't know, I'm a studious boy. Sam, Sarah, and Len, I thought they were really great. And uh, especially Sarah, there's something authentic about what she was doing. I really felt that relationship. And uh, yeah, this the overall thing I thought was, was not, I think it was, uh, Kim Arnott was a producer and Ivan Hayden was the producers on that movie who I've worked with before. And, uh, I was really impressed with the production value of the whole thing. I thought they did a really, really good job. What, That's my feelings. Was your uh, movie that comes out this weekend, Sunday, April yeah. Hallmark Channel, was it pre-COVID or post-COVID? It was uh, in the middle of it. Yeah, it was. we were one of the first productions, I think, to get going. There was some kind of going, yep. and we were one of the first. So it was all really brand new. We, nobody had come to the other end of a movie yet. I think they'd all just sort of started. Uh-huh. So yeah, I was right in the middle of it. That's an interesting time. It's going to be interesting. Like you mentioned the extras. I also felt like there was a lot going on in this yeah. movie. And I don't know whether it was shot pre or po- uh, post. I think it was post. Um, it was impressive. Like it, it, it felt good. Yes. It, yeah, it, it felt, felt good. It yeah. felt like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Um, the yeah. first couple ones that we saw um, after COVID, it didn't feel as good as this one as far as production goes. So uh, I'm with you on that. Um, this is what I'll say. Um, there was a lot about this movie that I liked, namely um, the character's that Tyler mentioned that quartet, which becomes a trio, sorry, um, was fantastic. I liked them working together, especially Sam uh, and Sarah. Uh, that to me, that was the story of this movie. Less about Margot and Jackson. That that chemistry didn't necessarily uh, work for Bran. Um, but but overall, I I did enjoy it. But I am with. Panda, I think I'm going to have to do some, a Boy. little bit more prayer on it. It is at the bottom of the list for the weekend. Um, but it's, but it's not from a, I, I didn't, I wasn't as bored as some of the people I saw on the internet watching it. I wasn't bored. Um, but it, it, it mainly, it came down to, did I connect? Did I buy into these two leads? Uh, was I rooting for them? And truthfully, I wasn't, I was more rooting for Sarah and Sam so because because of that, it wasn't like a woohoo! I'm loving this, but uh, it, I did I did not dislike it um, by any stretch of the. You uh, you pray about your top uh, top rankings for the weekend. You pray through that. 
Yes, okay. I uh, pray Maybe. without ceasing. Yeah, okay, Dan. got it. Good talk. <laughs> Qu- question, question, Brad. Before Dan jumps in and just destroys all of us. <laughs> question: When you say people on the internet, what people are you referring to? Uh, well, th- thank you for asking. We have a, um, a subscription service called Bramble Jam Plus, uh, and you yes. get to join a Facebook group of Deck the Hallmark, and we talk about the movies we in do. real time. We have a thread. Um, for every we have movie, a thread yeah. for every movie this season, which is going to be a lot of fun. And there was a lot of this is a snoozer, blah, blah, blah. And um, it, it so, you know, I had that kind of going in this movie scene because I, I, I can't not read the reviews. I don't know what you want from yeah. me. Um, and so I had that going in. I wasn't uh, as bored as some other people might we have been. Have but I do understand why they might be bored. Maybe we shouldn't say this is like a big... Go no, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's a, our Facebook group has a few hundred people in it, and they're all huge Hallmark fans. But like, yeah. it would be cool to like give Tyler access. Tyler, like, you want to come in our during, group during on. on the twelfth day to Christmas? Whatever, whatever but, you guys want. I'm but there. Just just <laughs> give him access and not tell anybody, and then you, as the sure. movie's going on, you could read the thread to see how it's going. Oh, because you would ne- ripping you, me apart. You, <laughs> you, no, no, no. I don't comment on the thread, Tyler. It's all people that legit. <laughs> no, no, no. But those people, yeah, yeah, yeah they'll yeah. they'll give for, their for real sure opinions. They're not going to tweet this stuff out. They're giving you the real I, I do feel opinions. like yeah. Dan yeah I feel like Hallmark cool, Twitter yeah. is much more like I feel like the people on Hallmark Twitter that oh. are tweeting along are very like I'm just trying to get retweeted yes. by the stars or by Hallmark yeah. that's how I feel and that's why I don't do it yeah. a lot because it just feels and like Tyler's kind enough to respond to everyone on social yes, media he, he is so, here's a shirt you know, for you here's a shirt for that's you that's right just uh, giving him away <laughs> that Harley shirt he's gonna take it off as soon as we finish his podcast it won't be on friendly TV but he's just gonna no, get it right to the, finish yeah. let's take it off now <laughs> Um, so, you know, we watch a lot of these movies and some of them are just outright awful and some of them are disappointing. Yeah. This movie serves uh, the distinction, the rare distinction of being both of those things. Um, it is uh, it is very disappointing. Luke McFarlane actually plays the cello in real life. Like he's an established musician. He went to Juilliard. Uh, Merritt Patterson, we've seen her in these movies. She's in Picture Perfect Christmas last year. Um, they're bad in this movie. And I we've had Luke on. He's great. Merritt, I'm sure, is great. Um, and also the movie is awful. I mean, guys, there's no chateau in a Christmas chateau. That is not a chateau. That's a Ramada Inn. That's a that's a dressed up courtyard by Marriott. That is there is no chateau and in there's this movie. nothing wrong with those hotels. They're great sponsors. Why in the world would you call it a chateau Christmas if you're just uh, you know just a hotel, just a standard hotel? It doesn't make any sense. The movie has nowhere to go and literally all day to get there. Um, I just could not have been more disinterested, disheartened, and just downright sad by just what I watched for an hour and 20 minutes. Is it as actively bad as Christmas Tree Lane? Probably not. Um, and and all, it, it kind of weirdly, like Jingle Bell Bride was like, man, I want this movie to be great, and it's not great. This movie, I assumed it was going to be passable, and it wasn't. Those two are kind of in the mix. They're, they're both really bad. This was this is really bad and boring, and that's unfortunate because in watching, it's like, oh, they're going to let Luke McFarlane play the cello. Like, this is going to be great. And it just doesn't materialize. It was boring, and it was bad, and it was disappointing. Just not good. You not said good. bad and boring, which is, interestingly enough, I have five words on my phone to describe you that uh, I just kind of look at. <laughs> Three of them I can't read. Yeah. Bad and boring really are the ones that yeah. I can. You're a miserable soul. Uh, it's love time. You. I love you unconditionally. Uh, well, uh, we'll see. Uh, what am it's I time- doing on this show? You just, just tore these guys apart right here. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on. You talked about, you talked about, uh, what was the other movie you mentioned? Lane? 
Christmas, Christmas tree, tree Lane. Yeah, that was Andrew Walker and uh, and Alicia, Alicia Witt. And I love Andrew Walker. That movie was a dumpster fire. And here's the thing, <laughs> oh Tyler. I, I don't, Tyler, I don't do this for every, if a movie has the things that I like, I say I like it. I promise you. Okay, well, let's, let's do this. If I ever take a really nice big swan dive into the shallow end, you have to promise to have me on so you can do this straight to me. Man, so the first movie we ever did was Rocky Mountain Christmas, and I, and I, called, it a, mm. I called it a dog turd. And yeah, we had it. Chris Palaha listened and came on the next day, and basically yeah. uh, I had – like Brandon asked him, what did you think when Dan called your movie a dog turd? And like, this yeah. is my first time doing this. And I had to go through yeah. that whole thing. So yeah, that yeah. would be fun. I don't know if I could look you what in the eye. What did he say? He was like, you know, if you think it's a dog turd, you think it's a dog turd. There's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> he was right. very kind and he still comes on the show. Yeah. But if you, you, uh, if you just, want on here, Tyler will bring you on. Just I know you might get a, I mean, a if, if I hit if I hit one of those, just please get me on here. I want to see this in person. Well, you, 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 you might get a text Sunday night, depending on how Dan feels about it. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you free? Yeah. Most, of your, <laughs> most of your career, you've hidden behind other obtrusions like Kelly Pickler. So we'll see what happens this weekend. Yeah, well, well as you guys say, apparently this is this is me out in the forefront. So have, have at me. If the movie, if this movie isn't great, it's all your fault yeah, as well. Yeah, trying to true. Um, it's time for all the feels part of the show where we talk about when this movie gave us those feels. Um, Panda, did you get any feels from this flick? I, listen, everyone who, who listens to this podcast knows I, I try to always have some feel. I don't have anything for this. Oh, my gosh. I didn't. I, I know. Like, yeah. even you guys have stuff. I, I couldn't find anything. I didn't get Christmas feels. I didn't really feel emotional feels. Again, it makes it sound like I'm not big on this movie. I like the movie. It's a classic it's just, fine for you. It's, it's fine, but I didn't feel yeah. anything. There yeah. was no real emotional connection yeah. to this movie. I have nothing. I will say that we this does also have another problem, which is the other movie of the evening has a lot of emotion oh in it. So like a lot of emotion uh, delivered by Christmas. And so we watch these two back to back. We don't watch them live with everybody. So in watching them back to back, there is quite a juxtaposition, big word alert, between yeah. these two movies from an emotion standpoint, not necessarily a quality standpoint from an emotion standpoint one of them is swinging for the fences and this movie is kind of playing it safe with the some of the emotions so yeah. i get that yeah tyler any feels for you yeah you know what there was some feels for me um and let me bring those feels up right now in my notes um the scene where they are decorating the tree and that uh, christmas classic comes hopping in what was it uh, let it snow mm. i love that i love when they put these these big classic songs in these movies um i always feel like it elevates the movie it, it sort of puts us uh, i don't know just it makes it feel like home somehow so when that scene took off i definitely thought that was nice i thought the, the decorating was fun and um I, like, I, like I said, Sam and uh, Sarah, their little interaction uh, near the beginning of their relationship sort of rekindling, I thought was kind of poignant and authentic. And the, uh, the one line that I thought was, uh, that was really cool was the, in the will, I may get this wrong, but in the willingness to fail, the extraordinary often prevail. I forget what the last word well, is. I should have rewound it. That's great. Yeah. I thought that was a really good line. I was like, you know what? I can relate to that. It was well said, and I liked all that. And there was a really cool drone shot of a bunch of trees, and that was cool. <laughs> um, you know what? I, uh, I'm i with you, first of all. it's Music is just phenomenal, uh, which I think is why we get – you know, multiple movies this season about music because it's there's something beautifully uh, 
uh, I don't know, it's connective tissue, I think, to, yeah. to a lot of things. And so there is a big difference when you have a nice version of like Let It Snow versus a, you know, a royalty-free song that someone wrote and it's just Christmas words. <laughs> like there's, it, it just makes the scene that much better. Uh, so 100%. Uh, to to uh, Sam and Sarah, when, um, and I think this is the scene you were alluding to, Tyler, but when Sarah walks in for the first time into the music store and Sam kind of does like this double take, look down, look up, and he can't believe it he's shocked you can see uh, I just thought he did so good you can see all the feelings uh, rush back like in 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 the way in which he responds with his face face his face, face. as well his face is, is yeah. great face uh, I, I, it was so good it gave me feels uh, I loved it and I just I loved that storyline of this movie uh, it just it just stole for me same here on that storyline that scene I think that this guy seeing his long-lost love again, for the first time in so long, he plays it so well. Like he, he emotes, he says more with his eyes than the dialogue could ever have written yeah. for him. He does it so well. I was reminded, there's a movie called A Mighty Wind. It's a mockumentary, a Christopher Guest movie um, with Eugene Levy and Chris Guest and Michael McKean, and they're getting a band back together. And I was reminded a little, that's a great movie. It's funny, it's heartfelt. And that, that little scene and that little storyline did remind me of that movie. And particularly when he sees her for the first time, that 100% worked for me, and I think it just worked in general. I did like that scene, so credit, props to them. Do you wanna? Do you wanna redeem See, yourself? Tyler likes that yeah. being positive. <laughs> Dad hit us with a nice positive note. That's I right. Do you wanna you redeem know, yourself, you black-hearted panda? No, I, I don't have it. If it's not there, I'm not gonna lie to the folks. No, you shouldn't lie to the folks. I, I, I will often no. waffle. I will not waffle Often today. waffle, yeah. Dude, I, I went to Often Waffle last night for dinner. Dude, it so just good. knocked oh, it out of the park. That waffle, <laughs> primo. Double Often Waffle special. Oh, so good. You can't handle that much. There's too many waffles, Dude, but just but enough. you get it, you know. Oh, boy, I tell you what. Hey, let's take one more break. Yeah, let's we'll, do it. Uh, we'll come back. We will get to the wait what's, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. We'll be right back here in the day of <laughs> If you're listening to this podcast, you probably like podcasts. And for that, I thank you because Bramble Gym Podcast Network. But also, I want to introduce you to a podcast that I am absolutely digging. And I think you're going to dig it too. We turned to Hallmark movies to escape uh, and to just remember that every, like, there is beauty in life. And to, it's just, we turn a hallmark for these things. And you're going to get that if you listen to uh, the uh, amazing podcast from Wondery called Imagined Life. It is an immersive experience full of storytelling. They put you in the shoes of somebody, such as, let's say, Tyler Hines. And they walk you through his life and what it, what it was like early on in his career. And they, they have these voices actors and these sounds and it's so immersive it is amazing but here's the thing you don't know who the person is until the very end mm. so you're living this that life you're fully in and at the very end they reveal and you are this person this week it's amazing. You really find yourself becoming this person that they're telling their story of. Um, I listened to their latest episode called The Adventurer. It was actually an episode that was uh, kind of created for families to listen to together. It's all about adventure and uh, doing these crazy things. It was, it was amazing. I find my I found myself being completely involved in did this you guess story. It? Did you guess it right? I did not guess it, but I can't tell you 
because yeah, you don't want to spoil it. It's great though. I want you to go listen to it. And all you got to do is you got to open up your podcast app and search for uh, imagined life. You're going to love it. Listen mm. to the adventurer. It's fantastic. And if you want to listen to that podcast ad free, you can join Wondery plus it's fantastic. Listen to imagined life today. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Boy, it feels good to be back. And I'll tell you why. It's time for the Wait What. It's the part of the show we talk about what this movie made us go, wait, what? Panda, did anything cause you to pause as you were watching this? Just a few things. So, like, this movie's not actively bad, uh, but there's just a few things that make me go, first of all. uh, What was it? (laughs) Just that, that was different. And it I, was a little different. And I, I want to know, was it more... Uh-huh, or was, was it more... It was more... Uh-huh. It was more uh-huh. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, are we clear on that? I'm clear. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Crystal. Want, uh, at the very beginning, uh, the, the building manager, I guess, uh, comes in to talk to Margo, and he says, hey, uh, there's some sparks shooting out of the side of the wall. He goes, nothing that a little maintenance won't fix. And then the building proceeds to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> explode. I, I want, like... He's going to be fired. Like, this is not, this is like severe negligence. I don't even, like, how do you, how do you get to that to point? To quote Bill Paxton in at least half of his filmography, we got to get out of here, man. <laughs> like, we've got, we've got to get out of here. If you see sparks and water, you're about to die. die. I do want to know, a, did, was this the first time in this building in come a on. centuries? Like, why was how it all did, happening today? How did it get I that just, bad? Yeah, that is that's condemned material. Right. <laughs> like you only see sparks and water in horror movies together. Like you don't you don't see that in Hallmark. Oh, it was next level. Like that is not okay. We got this uh, critically acclaimed pianist coming. Where do we put her? I just yeah. open up the shack down the street. I'm sure it's fine. Turn on the Man, power. I just let's light it up. It. So good. Mm. I don't know who that guy is, but I love. But him. I like yeah. him. Yeah, he's, he's I wish he'd guy, been the yeah. building yeah, manager because he was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the Chateau, for a movie called Chateau Christmas, the Chateau has absolutely very little personality as a Chateau. In fact, so much so that they simply call the Chateau Chateau. chateau. That's right. Uh, Just on the front there, like, Chateau. You could do, they they do everything with these tiny little ends, call it, have, you know, uh, having different fun names attached to them. They do nothing with this. I don't understand why. And then finally, I'm not a music boy, but as somebody who has been condemned in the beginner circle of piano for my entire life and never advancing beyond it, this dialogue takes place. Margot goes and asks Sam uh, for a beginner music book, and he proceeds to say, how old? For how old? Yeah. So here's the deal. A beginner, the age is irrelevant if you're a beginner. It is irrelevant. I think, but it would matter. Like, you could have songs that were a little bit more age appropriate that were still easy to play. But she's still looking for... Beginner like, is just the basic melody of the song. Like, like yeah. if... if if he asked me that and I was talking about you, I'd say 80 and then <laughs> and then and then he would hand me a book with Fergalicious in it, for that's example. Right. Like yeah. that's not And you all, could play just uh, the melody, but she asked for in the gym just working on my feet. See, this the melody. It is a beautiful <laughs> piano track. People people downplay it Fergie is. and the music uh, the, just the amazing musicianship that's going on in Fergalicious. That's right. It's out of this world. The age does I matter. I have that book to be fair yeah. and it is it is a banger. Yeah. Uh, but she already asked for a Christmas book, though. Like, that that relegates you for an age range anyway. Like, I mean, there's not... I just don't... That's a nonsensical question to me. How old? Why? You're a beginner. It just... Mm. To play the song. Do-do-do-do-da. Do-do-do-do-da. 
That's it on the piano, and it is just beautiful. Hey, Tyler, thanks for sticking around. You got any wait what's for us? I watch you guys do this, and I'm like, I want to partake, but I just I don't want to interrupt the flow. You guys are doing your thing. It's just so beautiful. Fergalicious is great, though. You got to admit. She really is. Wait, what? She's the best. That's how I know you're lying about Kelly Pickler. Hold on. You guys saw the Super Bowl performance, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. She did it. Big win. So, my way, what? My way, what? I did take pause uh, somewhere near the beginning of the movie and um, just kind of take in the amount of tall drinks of gorgeous man candy that was in this movie. <laughs> um, I hadn't had the experience of having that many very jacked individuals in my films. Um, luckily, I probably would have looked like a mouse next to them, but there were some very handsome like I was like, I could get bench pressed by all of them with one arm <laughs> in this in this entire movie, um, which I thought was cool. I thought, I thought if I'm, you know, yeah, why not? Let's have some really attractive uh, big big guys in there. And I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> that was my way. What I was like, oh wow, like he's huge and he's gorgeous. He Look at this guy. He's he, huge and he's gorgeous he too. He can't. He can't just say anything but negative. Here's the, here's it's great. Deal. I love it. I guess that wasn't a wait what for us because we're around each other. Yeah, we're, so yeah, we're like, all just so ribs yeah, and gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Just, I guess we're just so used like, to seeing that. Yeah, we're I, like, I, they're, I, they're I, missing one ripped huge dude. Like there's not enough in the scene, I don't think. We we uh, <laughs> yeah. we debated about whether having you on because we didn't want to make you look Feel like uncomfortable. A mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I get that. Luckily, I'm on my own little camera. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you <laughs> do like it does. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm hiding behind this mammoth of a, <laughs> of a sweater a monstrosity and behemoth yes mammoth mammoth it, it, it that's the only way that, that's the size uh when we bought it off amazon yeah. it was large extra large mammoth and yeah. i said one mammoth please hey that's uh, the guy that was in charge of the theater oh light it up <laughs> um so there uh she's uh she's playing the piano at the beginning of this movie and uh, Luke McFarlane hears it from the other room, brings uh, Andy, what is his name? Adam. Adam, with him. And and he's like, who is that? And Adam says, I don't know. There was no one on the schedule for today. I do have to ask, then who the heck was that guy playing the piano before her? Yeah. Who was that guy? <laughs> he just woke what, up? What, what's his deal? He you, he was on the schedule because he's pretty darn good. Get him on the schedule. Um, the the uh, Christmas performance... At, at, when when she agrees is nine days away, yep. which means, and she's like, it, she's not debating it because of the schedule. She's debating on whether or not they can do it in that amount of time. But sh she seems to be on board. Like the family was going to stay there for at least nine days. Yeah. That's a long vacation. <laughs> and yes. I want to go on vacation with them. <laughs> Who's yeah. going to the chat? Give me a chateau uh, all month, December, please. Thank you. Um, how many times do you, she opens up the laptop for the review uh, that she's yeah. reading <laughs> and she reads the first paragraph and shuts it. Do you think she's ever read past the first review mm. or is it just constantly like, nah, I can't do it. Could be I don't know if that's ones. just a, cause maybe at the very end it gets really good. I don't know. The first paragraph, the though. first paragraph, is it, 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 it draws you in, but in the last paragraph, it's like, she's actually great. Uh, Jesse Hutch, uh, Adam over here, does seem to be doing a TED Talk as he yeah. enters the circle uh, and is just like uh, getting ready to introduce people like they're coming 
come into a ring or something like that. He's doing a weird bit, and I, I, I don't know. It caught me off guard. I, think I didn't he's expect just it. mistitled. Like he's not the PR manager. Yes, like, he's just the MC of the chateau. Like he's chateau MC. Because he's always around with a microphone. Like right. the head of PR would be in an office somewhere. Yeah. This guy's out front like doing stuff. I don't know it's what he's doing. It's more intimate that way. Yeah, yeah, sure. And my last one does involve a microphone. Everybody when talking at this event is using a microphone except yes. Margo. That's right. Margo, it, I, wa I want Margo to just be like, thank you. Thank you so much. He didn't hear me the microphone. That's on him. I do it a little switcheroo. It's not on the program. And said no, but she's just like, it's not on the program. Just enjoy it. Yeah. I, uh, Jesse Hutch is a way what for me. Like this, this guy has not been in a Hallmark movie since he was the young square jawed buck in the Candace Cameron Beret classic, Let It Snow. We spoke with him on the phone three years ago. He was just hanging out, like, snowboarding and chopping wood. He's just a Canadian dude who was just like, yeah, I just haven't been in one in a while, whatever. And he just shows up out of nowhere in a supporting role, looking like he's gained 20 pounds of muscle and imbued with, like, late 90s Tom Cruise somehow. <laughs> and I just, like, I, Jesse, I'm very curious. You're a super nice dude. What made you decide... Now's the time to just pop back in for a supporting role. Like he's on Insta. He's, he does stuff all the time. Like he doesn't need the money. I don't like, it was just weird. Like it was weird to see this guy who is a leading man and, and not having seen him in six years, just kind of be there as the head of PR. Like I didn't, I didn't know what to do with that information. Let's get to the, uh, the Christmas concert itself. May I submit to you, uh, I don't play piano. I don't. Um, but I may I submit to you, if you are a classically trained pianist, and you penis. play penis. If you play piano for a living, uh, it you should not have to work that long on deck the halls. Okay, <laughs> if if you're trying to play deck the halls, which is a song we hear in all of these movies because it's free, you shouldn't have to. That's pretty much old hat. And speaking of which, deck the halls is going to be the finale. The finale of the big Chateau Christmas concert is a song you hear a thousand times a year. May I submit that Deck the Hall should not be a finale if you are over the age of nine. I think that that should not happen. She does change to Oh Holy Night, which is, I guess, a step up. I'm also huge concerned. Huge step up. A huge step up. No, it's a huge step up. You're right. I'm, I'm also wondering if Margot is actually estranged from her family because she never comes home. She decides to come home, and her mom spends the entire movie just trying to get rid of her. <laughs> like, every scene between her and her mom, her mom's like, I've got to go do this. You need to go spend time with that cute boy. It's like she hasn't seen her daughter in forever, and she doesn't even want to hang out with her. It's just like, oh, you're here. I've got I've to go do things. There's nothing I can do. I've got to go do things. I don't really want to hang out with you. I don't understand that at all. Um, and then they I want to get this straight Margot is the draw for this Christmas concert she's the re like this is for the Christmas concert featuring Margot blah 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 they almost decide to cancel her on the spot and no one is even there seated yet like Jesse Hutch keeps going we've only got minutes to go and she's not here yet because of the elevator mishap with the necklace I don't know but no one is even sitting down no patron is even in the facility yet and they have decided to cancel her. And I just, for the life of me, that's a quick hook. That's a quick trigger in my estimation. <laughs> and then they, we're going to talk about some of this in, uh, in Deliver by Christmas, but Hallmark has decided we're going full meta this year. And they do it a lot in Deliver by Christmas, but they do it here as well 
with a stop, look at the camera, Christmas keepsake. They literally say that line, which is a Hallmark tagline. And I just couldn't believe, like, of all the lines to use, let's go a different direction with it if we could. That's all I got. I loved it. Um, it's time for What the Hallmark is part of the show, where we wonder what could have been or what maybe happened. Give some clarity to any questions that we still have. Panda, what you have, pal? Okay, the first one's a legitimate question. It, it's, it's I, I don't know if I just blinked at the wrong time or what happened. How did they get to the Chateau? Because we start in New York. Yeah. She she's going to perform some sort of concert in New York, yeah. and then she's in Colorado. Yeah, she said so she, her what, stuff all got canceled, so she came in. I mean, I assume she fly, flew. So is she originally from Colorado? Like, how did she know? There's a conversation yeah, early on from, with her mom about how she's not going to make it for their Christmas, whatever. But she knows that's where they're going to be. There's a v early conversation. She's like, I can't come home again. I got to stay here and play these shows. And then the shows get canceled. Okay. So she shows up in surprise. Okay, fair enough. It just, it happened yeah. quick for yeah, me, that transition. And I, I'm all for getting to the Chateau as fast as possible. But it was very quick. Right. right. Uh, the, the other question actually has to go with the, back to the uh, elevator fiasco. Yeah. The, the near miss of everything. There is a kid. I want to know more about the kid who is running around the chateau, hitting all the elevator but, buttons. <laughs> yeah. I want I to know more him. about that kid. Did we what's see happening. him though? Because we I never see. Because she's lying there. She couldn't find her necklace. Yeah, but then she yes. doesn't. She yeah. So she, is no, she when lying? she yeah, she's lying. She didn't want him to know about the necklace. She can't find her necklace anywhere. That's why she's late. Then she gets to the elevator. There's no one else. They don't show the kid. She says that so she doesn't they have to do talk show about her, the necklace. I, I, I will say this. I am unsure if it happened or not. Because oh, yeah. they show her waiting after she gets the necklace. It was a, an odd turn of events because I thought that the necklace going missing right. was going to be a bigger thing, which it wasn't, which is fine. But then she does the elevator bit, and we do see her waiting for an elevator. So I am unsure if it was her just not wanting to say, oh, I lost my necklace. But why Why would you so want to cover that kid? up? I don't know. I don't is know. there a kid? It's is a there phantom not a kid? kid? Ghost kid. I don't know. <laughs> the haunting Dude. of the chateau. Yeah. That needs to be a movie. That's a better movie. Yeah, it's a better movie. <laughs> for sure. Tyler? Uh, it's like, can you, first of all, your opening where you just walk through the entire movie. I wish you would just do that with every one of my scripts because it really paints a picture of exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Second of all, if you guys could read the scripts before I do these movies, that would probably be helpful because <laughs> you guys are noticing things that are things that come up while making the movie. And there's a lot of things that'd be juggled. In these Tyler, we'll just, we'll take, way, we'll take a smooth 1%. Um, but, uh, my, uh, what, what's, what's the tag? What's it called? The hey, what the hallmark? Yeah. What, what qu hallmark? questions you have about the characters that were remain unanswered? Yes. The question that has remained unanswered in my house. Um, I title, um, why you got to do me like that hallmark. <laughs> this is the title of my answer <laughs> and I'll paint a picture. So in the final scene, when they're about to, uh, you know, they confess their love for each other. Um, these two beautiful, talented actors turn into what we in the biz call a 50, 50. Mm -hmm. And they are facing off with beautiful light, nice backlight, side light. They look gorgeous, wrapping their beautiful chiseled faces. And they are about to embark on what we've all been waiting for. Mm -hmm. That kiss. That's right. The very handsome man takes his hand. He puts it on her shoulder. I thought it was nice, gentle, well executed. Then they go in for a kiss. And that kiss was sweet, beautiful, Christmas all around. But it was brief. 
And the person that I was watching this movie with to my left turned to me and immediately said, why you got to be so aggressive with your kisses in your movies? (laughs) (laughs) So now this whole process of your podcast has created a problem for me in my life. So this question will probably carry on. For days, weeks, maybe I'll hear about it in a month from now. Who knows? Hey, so why you got to do me like that, Hallmark? I think the key, (laughs) Tyler, that's great. The key is to be somewhere on the spectrum between that Luke McFarlane kiss and all of Andrew Walker's kisses. Because why is it? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Oh, go watch uh, Sweet Autumn. The talk was just the kiss. Go watch Sweet Autumn. Yeah, yeah. So just show, yeah, show, uh, show whoever was sitting to your left or your right, whichever way that was. Show the other them, extreme. Yeah, so show them that ending of a movie and just say, hey, okay. I'm, I'm somewhere in that in that middle zone. That's the key. I'm trying so to help explain you. this to me. So if Drew puts out some massive kiss, he, he lays on his leading lady or vice versa, yeah. uh, depending on how you look at it, um, was the reaction positive? It was super oh, positive. Oh, my gosh. Super positive. Very positive. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah. these are discussions that are had on set, the hand, no hand. Uh, wow! Who's doing what? At the end of our movie, there's a whole thing that took place prior to that. I'll, I'll just tell you this: out how it took place. The uh, the stock Hallmark viewer wants you to yeah. kiss big ones and keep your clothes on. If you can do that, yeah. you're making them happy. Go as hard right. as possible. <laughs> But keep your clothes on. <laughs> yep. Okay. And you'll wow. and you'll be good to go. It seems mm-hmm. to be the consensus, no, if no. you can believe it. And that, I, yeah. Okay. Um, and I, I, yeah. The only. No. What? I was gonna, gonna do a more. Tyler Hines bit. I didn't want to get weird. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh, go, go. No, no. We, we're here now. We got No, no, no. We're. we're <laughs> Well, I'm not the stuck Hallmark audience, so Tyler, if you want to get naked, by all means, my friend, bring it home. Yeah. I know we went with video for a good reason. Woo! Yeah. Here it comes. Oh. Those shirts got to go somewhere. Um, <laughs> Friendly TV just goes black. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we lost them. We lost yeah, them. Like, what? what? Um, the only question I have is when Sam is introduced to his long lost love, uh, Luke McFarlane looks at Mer- Merritt Patterson and goes, we gotta, we're, we're going to step out of here until it's time to practice tonight. I know a good way to pass the time. And then they cut to it being dark and them sitting by a fire. What was the thing that they did to pass the time? I need to know that answer. It Listen, seems as though I can tell you one hundred percent somewhere. As someone who attempted to start a fire a couple weekends ago, it took all. That's what they did. Yeah. They tried. They got it. They got a starter log, and it didn't quite work out. It's like all you gotta do is light the paper, and then it's like, oh, I'm waiting for it. You gotta do the thing. That's what they did all day. Mm, wow. They got a starter log, and it didn't turn out well been there hey we did it everybody congratulations congratulations um tyler we are about to embark on something that um i don't know if you're gonna be happy you stuck around or not it is called the double decker of the week and it is where we do a deep dive into a couple of people who have joined our, our, our Bramble Jam Plus, who have said, I love the boys so much. Here's some coin. I want ad-free content. And I also want Panda here to do a deep dive into my life. And he does it. And the stories he finds out, Tyler, you're not going to believe it. They are just uh, unbelievable. 
And I can't wait to hear who we have today. Dan, who do we have? We have Jacqueline C. and Autumn Moses. It's Jacqueline a twofer. Jacqueline C. and Autumn Moses, yes. Oh, yeah, Jacqueline and Autumn, you know, they bonded uh, on the set, and what they ended up doing was On they, the set of what? Well, we'll get to that in just okay. a minute. And okay. then they start talking about their mutual love of Christmas, and they start chatting it up, and they, they shared that they both were fans of DTH. They decided to join the Bramble Jam Plus together. It's super fun. And and so hey, listen. That's how they met, and that's where they're at. What was on the set, the set of what? Okay, well, I'm glad you asked, Brand. I glad you asked. <laughs> it, it's Garth's hearth. Garth Brooks. Listen, I here's <laughs> Garth goes to different people's chimneys, decorates them, and that's the show. It's a great new show. Why, it's coming there, out why is there a set with those two? Were they production? What were they oh, doing? They were, pro- they were production, big production. So Garth Brooks is yeah. gotten into the home Does decor. Does he go through the decor. chimney like Santa, or does he just show up and decorate? Well, it's a little bit of both. They've gone both ways But he with only it. decorates hearths. <laughs> only hearths. Hearths? Hearths? Hearths. Yeah. With a T-H. Yeah, yeah. hearths. Okay. Does he sing? Oh, the whole time. That's ain't what- going down to the chimneys, decorated ain't... I don't know. I, I'm working on a theme yeah. song. They have, they called me. They said, Brand, you're so good at singing. You're yeah. so good at music. You are this but generation's easily, Taylor Swift. If it's stuff a, like that. If, <laughs> if it's a hearth, it's clearly standing outside the fire, right? You would think so. I, I went with ain't going down to the sun comes, and that's my fault. You know what? I like that. Yeah, you think so? There's a literal fire. Standing outside the, the fire. fire. Please. <laughs> So something like that. Thanks, Jacqueline and Autumn. We appreciate you. Oh, we love you, you so much. Yeah, Tyler, thank you. We love you so for much, Tyler. Up, Tyler. God bless you. On the 12th date of Christmas airs this Sunday, 8 p.m. on the Hallmark Channel. Watch him. He told me beforehand it's the best movie he's ever seen of any kind. And the bottom, yeah, ever in history, for sure. <laughs> um, Tyler, will, will we have you back? Sure, yeah, whatever you guys I, I mean, yeah, it. I, what a great if you want I didn't, to have me back after you roast my movies, by all means, I, right I, didn't, I didn't know if this was the experience <laughs> that was going to, ne- you're never going to return it's our a calls rare, again. Or. It's a rare Hallmark actor. Nikki Deloach is the, uh, Nikki Deloach always wants to know when I hate a movie to come on and listen live. We've never done oh, it. Oh, yeah? We've never done okay. it before, but she says she wants me to do that, so we'll see. But like Drew and these guys have come on and done these recaps oh, of yeah. people's movies? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Andrew, Andrew's. A, we haven't done this before. No, no we, we have not done this We did an interview. We've not done this bit. Though, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You'll never. That's what's interesting. You'll never. What do they do when you guys start roasting their co-stars and friends? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they laugh. They think it's funny. They're, they, it's, right. it's just, just Dan being Dan over here. You know. How it goes. I mean, there's there's a whole vibe here. I love it, man. It's like these <laughs> movies are their own thing. Yeah. And honestly, like some of the critiques are are you know sometimes I'm sure. Um, not wrong. And uh, <laughs> these movies are hard to make. We shoot these movies in like. I went 14 days or something and, and you know, there's a lot of stuff that can, can happen in those 14 days. So I, I love it. It keeps it all fun. And we love anyways. you, Tyler. We love, love you, Tyler. Tyler. We can't wait yeah, for this Sunday. Fan. It is going to be yeah. the movie to watch. I can guarantee that. Um, I can't wait for it. On the 12th day of Christmas, we did a preview show. My top five movies that I'm most excited about on the 12th day of Christmas was in that list. I'm just letting you know right now. True story. Cool, I like that. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. So, number one or no? What's number it, one? Timeless Christmas, Ron Oliver's movie, number one. It's a time okay. travel movie, yeah. so. Yeah, time Ooh. travel. I mean, yeah. come on. That's Hard big. to beat that. That's what big. do you want from us? What do you want? We're simple people. We're simple people. That's right. Interstellar. Um, <laughs> yeah, like a third of the length. <laughs> no. 
Yeah. Uh, Tyler, we love you. Uh, listeners, viewers out there, we love you. We will be back tomorrow with the final episode of the week delivered by Christmas. Can't wait for it. Until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast, go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam Podcast ad-free, go to BrambleJamPlus.com.